Are autism schedule changes hard to handle? Is your anxiety gotten the best of you? Well, we got your answers and some tips in this episode of My Spectrum Life. to this episode of my spectrum life podcast my name is jessica and i'm an autism mom and with me is my co-host and good friend kelsey hi i'm kelsey and i'm a restaurant behavior technician um tonight to start out we're going to answer to this question are autism schedule changes hard to handle and the answer to that question is yes, yes. <laughs> Big, it is huge yes all caps Three exclamation points. It is. And especially we just through, went through um, Labor Day weekend this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, in the U.S., which gives us a time off from school um, right. and or an extra paid day if you work overtime. And right. that's a lot of breaks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially when we just started school and just got in the routine of school. And I'm, hey, we're going to take a break. Yeah. Um, Kids <sighs> might be happy. Uh, because it usually means, you know, we're going to chill out, maybe watch some movies and stuff like that. Um, I know my kids were excited, but it also kind of threw everything for a loop. Um, right. And watching some favorite movies is kind of why we decided, and because it was Labor Day, is why we decided to wear our Guardians of the Galaxy t-shirts. <laughs> Yay! Um, it's one of my favorites. Um, Great. And, you know, I had... Uh, I had I had this all in mind as to how we were going to do this. <laughs> and I actually have a segue. Um, we hadn't thought really about what we were going to wear. But speaking of our favorite movie, or one of our favorites, Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> um, autism and schedule changes is kind of like that scene in the first movie where, you know, they've all been taken prisoner to the um, prison ship. And they go into like the cafe. I guess it's like the cafeteria, that common area. Right. And uh, Rocket is sitting there just saying, well, I'm not going to be here long. This is what I need to break me out. And he's listing all those points. And as he's listing it, he says, and such and such needs to be done last because if that happens, blah, 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 blah. Groot just gets up and he goes in the back and he just grows up and yanks that thing out of the wall. (laughs) That's autism. I love Groot, though. I know. So do I. (laughs) That's kind of been what autism has done to me this weekend. Um, and, and that's what can happen on these long weekends. So um, right. let's get into some of the different things that um, can kind of help. Right, exactly. So going back to one of the biggest ones is talking to your child about the schedule changes, mm-hmm. um, yes. especially when he brought up with Rocket and he goes, well, you got to do all this first. Well, that's the same thing as listing out the tasks for the day saying, mm-hmm. hey, this is what's going to be implemented this weekend since we do have a long weekend. Um, and you could write it. You can talk mm-hmm. to him about it. But the best way is, Jess? Well, I put it up on a, a, a... <laughs> <laughs> I put it on a whiteboard because 
See my nice little whiteboard? That's what I actually started with this weekend. Um, yeah, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> we didn't we didn't go in a nice little order. No. Um, we started out with that checklist. Okay. Um, and that was on that was actually on Saturday. So, you know, we were gonna work outside, but it was still cool. You know, and this is, you know, I had my visual, this is, and and I thought, oh, we'll just take some pictures. We'll be able to help. And this might help us have a great weekend because a lot of times we just on normal weekends, we weren't really good at, you know, writing things out and planning them. So I was trying to implement something new thinking it would be awesome. Right. Right. So we went to, from the nice list. Okay. Let's get this done to this where (laughs) I know that looks strange, but that's Curtis, and he was extremely depressed, and so we put, that's Chewy on his back, his service dog, and what he's doing is providing some deep pressure therapy for Curtis right there by laying on his back. It's just, it's kind of like a, you know, a furry, furry, warm, weighted blanket is what it is. Um, So, and that kind of, because he was so depressed, he just kind of got really down and wasn't in a good mood, so we knew we were getting ready to go out and shoot uh, um a nano kids which is um curtis has a curtis and nicole have a youtube channel of their own called the nano kids um it's about geocaching and so we knew if he was not in a good mood we were not we're not going to go anywhere right nope nope right i finally convinced him to get in the car to go and we went and got some um frozen yogurt but then we had to run a couple of errands we didn't think it would take long but golly gosh darn it if we didn't hit every single stoplight everywhere we went. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that way this weekend. So even having schedules set, um, mm-hmm. they can change um, really. But you have that visual. Um, mm-hmm. You have really good ideas. And that's hard, too, because you have good ideas. And then life is just going to be like, nope, life is going to happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> but being able to have those visuals as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, even going as writing them down and bringing it along with you and you can yeah. change them out if you need to, to help your child. Like, Hey, since this is happening, we kind of need to move this one and this one. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Um, to help them out with the visuals as that, because now you're still continuing to talk and you're being flexible right. with what's going on with life. And you're teaching your child how to be flexible and be like, mm-hmm. it's frustrating, but we got this, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Exactly. That is for sure. And the, the whiteboard has been or like laminating and user using um, the whiteboard pens so I can like erase things and, re- you know, that has been a lifesaver. Um, nothing's in stone. Nope, <laughs> nothing is nothing. ever in stone. Nothing. <laughs> oh, we also thought we'd touch a little bit on, um, you know, sometimes you can prepare, you can usually prepare for weddings. Sometimes you don't get as much time to prepare for funerals, but we had some ideas on those because that's kind of a, another kind of interruption to our schedule, I guess, to the normal schedule. Right. And it's not really an interruption, but it interrupts the routine. Is is that the right way to put it? It does. You're right. So it upsets the routine, the everyday routine that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, Some good, some bad, uh, but it's still a disruption. Um, 
And you, you explained it right. That was really good. And so the biggest one is to prepare the ceremony or the service. When we say talking about service, we're talking about funeral services or wedding mm-hmm. service um, with the therapy providers. Um, I knew when I was a registered behavior technician, it was really exciting for the child to prepare for um, a wedding right. or, you know, of course, um, the natural way of life. Mm-hmm. And those deaths that come with mm-hmm. it. And I remember having the parents come to me and just like, can you have a conversation with my child? So it's not just coming from me. Can you help him work through those emotions, those anxiety um, right. that these outbursts that we're seeing because we're having a hard time processing this emotion mm-hmm. or I'm nervous, I'm excited, I'm in the wedding, but I'm nervous, I don't know how. Right. And just kind of practicing it. Um, I remember with one of my clients, I used to um, went in and actually we did a practice run at the house and we would practice throwing petals because she was mm-hmm. a flower girl and Aww. just have fun with those gross motor skills right. and really prepare her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she did really well in the wedding. But just kind of talking and being open with the Mm -hmm. parents and the therapies and the therapies will help you as much as they can. Yeah. Yeah. I know that um, we had, uh, let's see. Well, just before we started therapy, um, one of the things that is uh, crucial is to have your family help with uh, different parts, especially if you're involved in the ceremony, to have that person that is trusted by the child to help um, and give my example, my big example is, um, well, actually, actually I have, we've had a couple of ceremonies and a funeral that we've gone through since um, we found out about Curtis's autism. And the first was my sister's wedding. And that was just like, we knew Curtis was autistic. We just knew. And we were just waiting for that um, appointment to get the, I mean, I think we came home and found out within like three days that mm-hmm. that was the confirmation of what it was. Right. But in order to get him to participate, you know, my sister calls up and she said, look, he's my nephew. He's my own. He's, he's going to be there. I want him to be my ring bearer, but what can I do? How can we make this happen to where he's going to feel comfortable? That question is important. And your yes. sister took the reins on that one. And, and she it's, did. It's awesome when a family member reaches out to you. What can mm-hmm. I do to help? Because yeah. it takes the pressure off of you. Yeah. And, well, it, and, and right. It was well. And the thing was, the good thing was that she and her husband kind of didn't. They didn't go the formal route mm-hmm. of dress. Um, they went more down. They played it down a little bit. And so Curtis could wear. She was like, "Do you think he'd wear some khakis?" And I'm like, right. "I think I can find some soft khakis for him to wear." She's, you know, and asked about a button down shirt and maybe a, a tie or a or a bow tie or something. Well, it turns out he loves wearing bow ties. He <laughs> thinks he looks so cool in his bow tie. So it, it turned out really well. We found some clothing that would, you know, he wasn't itchy or scratchy in. Um, and we also, it turned out that one of his favorite little toys mm-hmm. was green, which her colors, she loved, my sister is love sunflowers so she had green and she had yellow and so he could carry he hit the little captain teddy it was just like a beanie baby so it wasn't that big yes he had a pirate hat on him but it was small enough that you couldn't see that he had a pirate hat as he's holding him you know walking down the aisle with the pillow and then i was actually you know i was the matron of honor and so 
I and then Derek was taking pictures and stuff, so he was running around. So my mom actually sat in the front seat and she had Stitch with her. So that that's you know, Stitch is Curtis's thing. That's his thing. So as soon as he got down to the front of the aisle, he just went sat right down beside her and then just grabbed onto Stitch and could hug Stitch. Wow. And that really helped. Um, they had a shorter ceremony, which is great. And so that's he great. was able to be calm for the whole thing. Awesome. And he lasted the whole ceremony, which was awesome. So awesome. you were able to practice too before all that, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got to, yeah, we did practice a little bit. And the, sen the um, day before he got to go up and down a couple of times and he knew mm -hmm. exactly where he was supposed to go. And um, so, yeah, it turned out really well. I do know that before my um, in-laws had their 50th wedding anniversary, uh, we had therapy at that point in time. So we tra we practiced a lot. Um, and then I know the biggest thing, one of the things that we did um, have to go to uh, Curtis's, uh, my husband's grandmother's funeral. Um, I think you were still with us when that happened, wasn't I? Weren't you? Um, cause maybe it was just before, I don't remember. Anyway, um, it was a summer and, um, we knew that Mima was, uh, called her Mima. We knew she was sick. And so we, yeah, I was with you. Yeah. So we knew she was sick and we kind of started talking about it. Um, that, uh, things, you know, she may be going to, um, cause we're, we're Christians of the Christian faith. And so, um, we kept talking about our thing was she's going to go to, um, she was going to be going to heaven to roller skate with Papa because that was something her and Papa did. <laughs> and so, you know, we kind of explained it. So we are softening the blow and kind of, you know, getting prepping him for that. Right. And, um, when we. You know, we got there, um, she passed, we had the funeral. Um, the funeral is actually held in Arkansas. Okay. And I remember we drove up to the funeral uh, home and before we went inside, as I was finishing putting on my makeup, I let my husband go in because he was actually one of the pallbearers. And so uh, I knew that he was gonna have to do stuff. And so he had to sit in a certain place and all that kind of stuff. But I knew Nikki could, either sit with her um, cousin Sarah or Malia, uh, Sarah Malia. And um, then she could also, um, you know, be with her. Curtis had Cherie, but, you know, I, I wanted to explain to him what was going to happen because right. it was an open casket ceremony. And so I wanted let, to let them know exactly what was going to happen, what they were going to see, how things were going to progress right. so that they would know when to be quiet, if they wanted to be in the room right. at certain times, that kind of stuff. So it is really, really important to explain because by mm -hmm. explaining the whole thing, I think it really turned out a whole lot better than it, it uh, could have been. It could have been. And you prepped them too. Cause I remember um, that was the, one of the biggest things as a therapist, I said, Hey, how do you want to explain death yeah. to your child? Um, because you would explain it a different way than I would explain it to a kid. Mm -hmm. And that's what's cool about therapy therapists, because they need to know that with the family so they can make sure that you guys are in one accordance and implementing what you want in your child's right. life. And I think yeah. that helped out a lot because he's like, Oh, she believes the same way as well and understands this as well. It's another mm -hmm. person I can talk to about it yeah. um, and ask maybe questions that I wouldn't ask my mom because mm -hmm. sometimes therapists 
are that other second help from yeah. time to time with that. Um, because there are things that I don't tell my mom, but I'll tell somebody else and talk. It's natural. I, yeah. It's, um, I think so. that happens with us to, <laughs> for a very long time in life. You're right. right. Um, so what's one of the things I know I saw, um, I saw a post the other day on one of the groups that I'm in talking about right. what to do um, if your child's nonverbal in a group, if you're at some sort of family activity, say a wedding, a funeral, um, you can sometimes be at this family gathering. Um, I know that we talked with Latrice before about how to prepare family members for kind of um, how to prepare them for being around your child and things that may happen. Right. Um, in one of our previous uh, podcasts, but you had some other ideas about I how did. to. Um, I did, especially because um, a lot of times our kiddos are nonverbal mm -hmm. or they're verbal, but they don't have enough to communicate and say, hey, I want to do it this way or I want to do it that way. Right. Um, so some nonverbal game ideas that if they have an older sibling that they can include um, mm -hmm. to help their child. Um, they're your younger sibling, um, do is like, you know, play hide and go seek games, play tag, things mm -hmm. that don't involve um, high order thinking skills like a board game or video games. Right. Um, a lot of times are icebreaker games. So you can play icebreaker games with them. Hide and seek mm -hmm. is a real good one, especially oh, yeah. because you can show them and model how to interact with them. And a lot of times it only takes one game like that because um, mm -hmm. the other kiddos will pick up on those social cues and there's always one who is going to take them underneath their wing and show right. it and hide and seek is the perfect one because everybody's hiding. And mm -hmm. so whenever that peer buddy is helping the child with autism look, it's mm -hmm. not as bad. It's, it, it's very natural. And if right. they go hiding together, it's very natural. So it doesn't single him out or mm -hmm. um, I love hide and go seek games. Um, yeah. you know, or tag tags, another one that they can mm -hmm. play with. Yeah. So. And and then, you know, after that first game, then usually as a parent, you can step out. Correct. And Correct. you can kind of step out on the, on the outskirts and still let them play. Correct. And mm -hmm. you know, if you're, if you're me and you're my kids, you know, Curtis and Nick, you're like, go away, go away, mom, go away. <laughs> They're at that right. age. Uh um, and I think one of the last things that we have to do um, as that I can think of is that we always kind of got to be prepared for that unknown. Um, right. Oh, goodness. I wish <laughs> and I, I can say from uh, this weekend alone, <laughs> I wasn't very prepared. Right. Um, one of the things I did remember is I did remember my go bag when we went to church. Um, a go bag is something that you just have uh, like. When we're going to church, uh, Curtis always has his his headphones, his noise canceling headphones in there with him. I make sure he has right. that. And then like a, um, a, a fidget that is quieter. Mm -hmm. um, but I also try to make sure that I have um, some sort of go bag with me. Um, so that has some things that can help throughout whatever situation, you know, I try to make sure I call it my fidget bag, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. You can call it your go bag, whatever you need to call it, um, but have it there to where you can take it when you're heading out your door, heading out the door so that you have something right with you. Right. And that's the other things you need things to get you past an emergency as well. Mm, so that's yes. one of the things. Um, but some items for emergencies, that iPad's amazing. Um, or having a backup battery 
for an iPad. You know, like you can get oh the goodness. ones with the solar chargers. Mm -hmm. um, always, always pack for those. Pack double extra batteries. Yes. Um, having some of those other ones for items for emergencies, having some of those items that will get you by, is mm -hmm. they're not their favorite item, but is their second favorite item. And that's where that right. reinforcement um, reinforcement schedule comes in, um, mm -hmm. knowing their reinforcers, um, which one do they like best, which one do they don't. Right. Those are big ones. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, pencil and paper too is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation and I don't you know, know how many times I wish I had something other than like my little tiny notebook and I keep forgetting to put um, like one of the kids is chunky pads. Um, I found one at Target and the dollar bins as you went inside. It was right, like this big, right. it just, you know, a normal note, uh, note paper size and it's just blank paper. And so right. just throw that in the bag with a bunch of pens and pencils and you got it. Yeah, you got it. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I like to do is I actually like uh, including Nikki in packing that um, that bag because yeah. they're not going to be happy if the bag only includes things for their sibling. Right. So Nikki will sometimes actually take initiative and pack the bag on her own. That's awesome. And she will put uh, the fidgets in there for both the ones that she likes as well as the ones she knows that Curtis likes. Mm -hmm. And I also kind of sometimes when I'm ordering my fidgets from Amazon is where I usually get them. I like to, um, and we'll have some links down uh, in the show notes. Um, I like to order larger packs because right. then I can split them up. Uh, for a while, I was actually giving the fidgets as rewards at the end of the day if the kids had done X, Y, and Z. And you can get some of those packs that aren't that expensive. Plus, you can kind of split the them up as t for some for the go bag, some for one sibling, some for the other. And a lot of times, there's like at least two of some of these items. Right. So right. you can split it up and, and everything is good. Um, and the biggest thing, for Pete's sake, never forget your chargers. Don't forget those Don't chargers. Don't forget the chargers. Don't. <laughs> oh, I did that this weekend. Which was so oh, bad. no. We um, went to my in-laws house for uh, lunch. Um, we live in the same town, so we've been back and forth. Um, okay. So that's our family unit, you know. Right. Um, I forgot the charger, and thank goodness they use iPhones, too. <laughs> goodness. Yep. It, our, our, you know, two-hour lunch turned into five or six hours because we forgot that we needed to stay longer for, you know, um, the fact that his sister was in town, that kind of stuff. So, right. you know, um, I learned very well this weekend that, um, that schedule that you start out with, <laughs> that I started out with, <laughs> man, I should have just, I mean, it was more like take the, uh, different colored markers and just make a scribbled mess. Uh, cause that's <laughs> oh. how my weekend went. <laughs> But I love it though right now. You're learning to laugh at it and just kind of mm -hmm. roll with it. And that's another big thing that we didn't mention. Mm -hmm. But I just want to commend you for rolling with it and just kind of laughing about it and saying, hey, you know, we're yeah. going to fix this because it's all about trial and error. Yeah. Honestly. Well, I'm, I, you know, I, I did have my moment. Um, there of were course. some tears. I, I will admit there were some tears. Um, you know, I honestly wish the a air conditioner would have booked its appointment to fail <laughs> with me. So I would have known. Right. But it didn't. <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> no. Um, things like that happen. And so. Right. 
schedules get changed. You don't get to go exactly when you want to. Um, I was actually really proud of the kids. We went out and shot their um, the episode. Okay, we didn't shoot anybody. We shot with Filmed a camera. It. Filmed. <laughs> Filmed. There you go. Thank you. We filmed um, their episode of the Nano Kids in probably, they've gotten, I mean, they've been doing this monthly or bi-monthly for the last year now. So they've gotten used to uh, doing this. And so they know how to close it. Uh, we have our little signature saying for how to close this geocaching thing with um, them. And so they were able to just, they moved, That's they awesome. moved with it. So. That's awesome. It was, we were there and back and made it just in time for the Instacart delivery. <laughs> like minutes it. to spare. Hey, that's <laughs> the awesome. best. I love it when you're, that doorbell rings. Like, what did I get? Yes. yes. <laughs> and the kids didn't know that I had ordered. So they're like, ooh, goldfish. Ooh, this. <laughs> I love this, it. I mean, I know it's really tough to go shopping, but it's even, it, it's tough to go shopping with an autistic child but it's tough to go shopping with an autistic child who has massive anxiety during this time right so we wow <laughs> <laughs> you do what you gotta do That's um right. so this week what are you gonna do you're you're gonna be talking on friday what are you gonna be talking more about um, I'm going to be talking about questions um, that you should ask your therapist um, from a therapist's point of view and how to handle schedule changes and just being able to keep that communication line open. Okay, so be ready to watch that on Friday. On Wednesday, I'm going to show you the bag that I should have ready and the things <laughs> that I should have in it. <laughs> Uh, so extra charger can... satellite charger you need the yes. satellite charger jess <laughs> i know something like that <laughs> so i'll we i can put that we can put that bag together um and uh you guys can see where i put it i mean i have a nice rack by the door um so i will show you what i do for mine my bag uh the for the fidget toys and uh so make sure that you tune in for both of those uh keep checking on our instagram i was able to put some stuff up on ins instagram that that picture i did have of curtis and chewy we we threw that up this weekend but yeah let us know in the comments if you were able to check that out on instagram this weekend we'd love to hear about that yes um and if you ever have any questions for us to answer please make sure and email them to us at info at myspectrumlife.com we'd love to hear from you and we are more than happy to try to answer your questions and possibly work them into one of our podcasts Exactly. And then you can find us at Facebook and Instagram at My Spectrum Life and at Twitter at My Spectrum Life with the number one. So we hope that you will be able to, we hope you liked uh, these, com these tips that we had for you. Um, make sure you like and subscribe and comment below on what your favorite tip was tonight uh, from this podcast. And we hope that you'll be able to watch the videos on Wednesday and on Friday. Um, and we've got some plans for some new things coming up. So make sure you uh, click that bell so that you can see anytime some new videos or interesting things come out from, from us. And always remember, with a lot of faith, love, and fidget toys, we're going to make it. Bye. Bye.